0: Hi everybody, I'm Matt. Today we're going to talk about splitting the party in Dungeons and Dragons, Call of Cthulhu, or any other tabletop role-playing game. And joining me to talk about that conversation is guest and friend of the show, Vince. How you doing, Vince?
1: Hey, hey Matt, how are you? Pretty good. Good.
0: Welcome back. Welcome back. Thanks. It's nice to have you behind the microphone. I think this is the first time you joined me for a podcast, right? We, we were it back is. in YouTube land before.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think uh, well, you guys invited me uh, one time for the for a video. Uh, Noah, uh, you know, podcast sounds fun, so
0: <laughs> No, yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's uh, a lot more chill than, than than the YouTube world. so well, welcome to the show. Thanks um for any new listeners vince joined us i want to say it was probably what a year and a half ago to talk about um engagement was it
1: i can't remember it's been it's been so long yeah
0: yeah well you guys can go check it out back in season one i forget what episode (laughs) it is exactly but it was a fun episode um where we talked a lot about being I want to say it was like uh, a fan being a fan of the other players, and that that's the core right, yeah. principle that that you brought to the table. That's I think really cool. Yeah, I
1: remember. Yeah, no, it's it's always nice uh, chatting about about uh, pen and paper games.
0: Yeah, so I think you know for those of you who don't know vince maybe vince you can give everybody a quick rundown of the systems you use and the games that you that you like or that you enjoy and then we can kind of take mm. it from there
1: uh yeah so i'm kind of a jack of all trades master of none i'd say uh i mean like <laughs> mo- like like most people i started with dungeons and Dragons, uh the it, the 3.5 edition right moved on to four i also played five I did. I considered I played the second edition too because I I played like those video games that, that use the <laughs> second edition rules. I don't so know. If I know, that I know like what, yeah. Well, I know what, what <laughs> to hit armor class zero is. So I'm like, I I feel that counts. But you know, whatever. Um, and otherwise, yeah, I played like uh, some some less some different games. Like Fiasco is a good example. Played that a couple times. Apocalypse World. Uh, yeah. So I. I, yeah, I like trying trying out a bunch of stuff, bunch of different systems. So,
0: cool. Yeah, Fiasco is a lot of fun. We should play that again sometime soon. I know.
1: We it's, we keep saying that we'd never do it, but it's it's a lot of fun.
0: Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> it's a really cool exercise of like character development. I find so. For those of you listening who are into that kind of thing, and you just want a quick one night, you know, around the table type of game, actually, mm. you could probably do it virtually pretty easily too. Yeah, yeah, I think you, I think you,
1: there's no Game Master, right? Um, the rules are, like, really simple, and all you need are, are, like, a bunch of D6s. So, not that that matters online, but, like, I feel like the, the, if it's simpler, then it's easier to play online.
0: Yeah, pretty low, low barrier to entry. For that. Exactly, yeah. I'm pretty sure the rules, are they free to play? I think they're free to play, too, right? You can find them on the Fiasco website. I or at think least the so. basic rules.
1: Yes, uh definitely. I think I know that like it's it's the kind of game where like you have like the rule set and then they're like there's like a bunch of settings, right? And mm-hmm. so there's like you're playing a bunch of characters like in, in the suburbs, uh, or like it might be like a kind of like a detective game, or it might be like you could have like a Game of Thrones style game and you know some of those settings I think people make for free, and I think you can I mean, don't quote me on that, but I think some of them maybe cost money, and maybe that's how they I'm not sure
0: but yeah, yeah, for sure cool. well, I mean, before we get too much into our topic for today vince um how how you been doing role playing wise have you been uh planning i I know you texted me the other day saying <laughs> you were you were thinking of running a game what's all what's that yes. all about
1: yes i am i I haven't uh been a while since got I, because I, these days I'm mostly a player. Um, I I kind of dusted off a, a an old like a game that I'm working on, which is that ha, that I had been working on, which is kind of like uh, West Marches style, a game maybe like um like a, a a mega dungeon, and I'm I'm like stealing. I think it's the Angry GM's terminology here, which is a a great great website if if anybody. Uh, in the audience wants to check it out. It's really interesting. Um, the whole point is that you have like it, it takes like your character to like let's say level one to level twelve, and um, it, it's it's the, D, the to the D and D world with like, um, Super Metroid is to games or like Castlevania, right? Very um, very very interesting. Kind of hard to to plan, but it, it's it's a fun challenge. So
0: that's actually it's super cool. It's comparative to those old those those old games then like the... yeah no I know
1: I know you like those 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 kinds That's of games uh, yeah, like the whole thing is like it's it's a mega dungeon, right, so like you know there's this region, and then kind of like how like if if you play like metro and then you you can't open this door, you need like the missile upgrade first to like mm-hmm. uh open that special door, and then you get to that other region, and then you can backtrack and stuff like that uh. Kind of like that, but like maybe uh, at some point you find like a uh, the best example is that you, f- you find like a, some kind of pump right, and then you, mm-hmm. and you end up activating it, a- activating it and then it moves like it pumps water out from from somewhere and then hey, you can explore like those those tunnels that were flooded before right
0: um, that's cool so- i I saw a really neat um, on th- there was a Twitter thread by. James in Intra- in Intran- oh, I can never pronounce his last name. <laughs> James Incantrenzo, I think. Oh man, I'm butchering it for sure. But he's he 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 is part of I believe he's now working with uh Matt Coville in mm-hmm. his like production company for, for mm-hmm. role-playing games content. And he had a really neat thread talking about taking a Metroidvania video game and like taking those principles and applying them. In a tabletop RPG setting. And what things worked. And what things didn't work. So I, I'm sure it's still out there somewhere. So for those of you listening. I would encourage you to to find it. If I remember. I'll put his Twitter handle. Uh, or, or even a link to that thread. In the show notes. I'll probably forget. So <laughs> if, you, if you guys listening want it. Let me know on Twitter or something. And I'll, I'll try to dig it up. But it was really neat. And, and one thing that it got me thinking about. Is exactly that right like you can you can level lock places based on equipment based on powers based on spells and things mm-hmm. but then what worries me about that and i don't know if it's worrying you vince is that it kind of locks it puts a lock on the creativity of your players right because if you're saying you can only access this part of the world by breaking mm-hmm. down something with this special weapon then you either have to be super clear about that from the get-go, so like when they get there, there's like a script that says, can only be broken by the Sword of Heroes, and they're like, okay, I know not to waste my time with this until I get the Sword of Heroes, or they fight with it forever, and you just keep yeah. telling them no. So it's, it's, it's this fine balance that I thought was an interesting challenge. It, it definitely, I'm super Absolutely. pumped to play in a <laughs> game like that. Y-
1: you'll what know what to do when you'll get to to that weird door you can't open. There's no point, no.
0: I gotta find the <laughs> pump!
1: You gotta find where's the,
0: pump. <laughs> where's the special hammer? Or the special sword? Uh, where's the morph suit? We need a morph <laughs> suit to get through this part.
1: We need a submarine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if if I can add something to what you just said, because it's interesting. Um, you, you know, games are... Games... Like, video games aren't the same as pen and paper, right? So, like, you can't ever... Like, even if it's flooded, like, you can't tell a player that has, like, a potion of, like, underwater breathing, like, no, you can't go there, right? So that's, yeah. that's the different part, definitely, that, that I've kind of been... I, I don't want to gate people too hard is one thing that I've been bashing my head against, kind of. Yeah,
0: and who, who knows, right? Like, the players might come up with... um, They might come up with those... Level lock items on their own based on their own creativity, and you're like, okay, now they've figured out how to deal with the water yeah. level without without that thing. Um, so yeah, it might be interesting. That's
1: but really but the beauty then, should the is game it right? still?
0: Yeah, it is, yeah, but is it still a Metroidvania then? Like, that's where yeah. maybe I'm getting it. This. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: No. No. I. Uh, I mean, you know, it might be one of those things where like there's no no way to do it perfectly in a, mm. in a different medium, but I digress.
0: Yeah, cool, cool. <laughs> well, for me, it's it's been a little bit of the same. I've, I've been a player all summer. My main campaign's been on hold since the pandemic hit. Mm. Now that we're vaccinated, I'm super pumped. I want to play again. And I want to play again before my parental leave ends, because when my parental <laughs> leave ends and I'm going back to work, I don't know how much <laughs> spare time I'm going to have. So... Yeah. yeah. I'm hoping to get everybody together at least once or twice before then. Uh, I'm, I'm debating actually con- just continuing the campaign, like kicking off where we left off, see how much we remember, and go from there, or running like a tangentially related side mm. quest like in the past. Um, either have you guys play your own characters, or even I have a one shot that I prepped a long time ago where you guys play, like, characters from the villain, like, from like part of the villain faction. You oh, each wow. play one of those characters, and it, like, it doesn't really let you know a whole lot about their master plan, but it's like this extra flair that might be fun to see it from a different perspective. Um, anyway, would you have a preference, you know, if I were to ask
1: you? <laughs> man i don't know well I, I at first i was gonna say that oh I, i'd rather like continue the, the main campaign but that villain that like villain thing sounds interesting so <laughs> i don't know i'm i don't know <laughs> cool cool, but cool. I, I definitely think we should play uh, yeah we should play now that things are kind of calming down With people are vaccinated now so as you said so
0: be fun yeah yeah absolutely all right. Well, cool. Now that we've we've caught ourselves up a little bit, let's let's dive right into the topic for today's conversation, today's deep dive, and that is splitting the party. Uh, this is something that I want to say for the most part, people advise against, right? Like, yeah. W- when you're a new player, the first thing your DM, the first thing my DM told me was like, don't split up. It's better to stay together. He might have said it a different way. But that's like kind of the agreed upon, um, the agreed yeah, upon like, ruling, I guess. The the
1: rules of, uh, the, not the etiquette, but the, yeah, like the basic rule is to don't split the party. Like you have players telling you that uh, because they're like they're so scared of like oh we're gonna get ambushed or the DM's gonna it's gonna try something fishy on us and then the DM's like don't split the party because my god it's hard to it's hard to run like two like almost two games at once right
0: yeah yeah so so with that topic uh as our starting point i guess vince i wanted to ask you where do you where do you stand at a very surface level where do you stand on like yeah a, for or against and and maybe a little bit of, do you have a bad experience or a good experience <laughs> with splitting the party
1: I'd say like like despite everything I've had experiences on both sides really mm. um for a lot of different reasons uh, but I'd say I'm, I'm for it um yeah cool cool okay it.
0: we can dis- we can dissect why maybe later um, I'll answer my own question yeah and, yeah and I'll actually I mean I guess you're right there's so many caveats to this right like we can't just say for or against oh I just <laughs> did <laughs> I know, I know. I'm putting, you, I'm throwing you <laughs> under the bus. <laughs> but I, I'll, I'll say the opposite. I'll say that I, for the most part, don't like splitting the party. I, really? for the most part, yeah, yeah. I'll ex- also explain why later. Yeah, but yeah. that's kind of my stance, my position. It's very system dependent. I think some systems, um, the, the ones that I'm the most familiar with, like D and D, Fate, the, the characters are meant to be, like, a unit for, the, for mm-hmm. the most part. So, that's kind of where I'm coming from with that. I, I've never really had a terrible experience with it, though. I, I don't really know where that opinion comes from.
1: If yeah, anything,
0: yeah. I've had more positive experiences where, like, a lot of stuff gets done, and it's like, wow, the game would just, it slowed down, but, like, narratively, it's sped up. <laughs> Yeah, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, because like obviously, like if you it's like in real life, it's just if you split up to do like two tasks, then you know you you might get finished earlier because not like most the the like most most of the time if you're in a village, like there's like one 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 person chatting with an NPC and the others are just standing around, like, kind of you know, watching that role play going on or mm-hmm. whatever, but like the characters aren't doing anything, right? So. <laughs> Obviously, yeah,
0: uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you, you
1: so, cover okay. more ground. Uh, yeah.
0: Now that we, now that we got this, our positions out in the open, mm-hmm. we're probably gonna like have all kinds of like reasons behind it. But before, <laughs> before we do that, I, I, I forgot one of the golden things that we do on roleplay chat is we usually define our terms, oh. and it's, it's by no means like super. It's, it's not a science. we you know, it's mm-hmm. not a science here at all, but. Uh, I'll I'll pose it to you first, Vince, and then we can bounce like, ideas back and forth. But in general, what does splitting the party mean to you?
1: Uh, yeah, absolutely.
0: Uh, that's that's
1: an interesting question, actually, because I, I was just that that. Like, let's say again, if you're in a village, you you go talk to the baker, and I'm like, I'll go to the general shop. Ninety percent or ninety-nine percent of the time, like unless you're in enemy territory or you know specific circumstances nothing's gonna happen and you're just Mm. you're you're almost like not like your characters are split up but you're not really split up like you're not in different situations so i would say that that's not splitting the party splitting the party would maybe more like when when the other other the others are out of reach right Mm -hmm. um so you know if if i something happens at, at the the bakery and you yell out help you know we're probably gonna hear it might require like a dice roll or whatever yeah but like in two turns you know we might come back and so where i'd say that's not really splitting the party that that would be my one like definition of things
0: yeah i think it's it's perhaps related to proximity to danger or or how much risk there is being apart right in in like quote-unquote safe zones in your home base your hometown or your home mm-hmm. village or what, whatever like whatever established safe space if you have one in your game if you're yeah. apart there to me that's not splitting the party i would even go so far as saying if it's downtime activities like replenishing inventory uh talking to like friendly NPCs, closing the loop on a quest, that kind of stuff. To me, that's it's also, if you're a part for that, it's okay. It's not really splitting the party. It's when you're in like active exploration or active investigation and you decide to go separate ways.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's when it's, the party is split, to me. You, you know, you're going into enemy territory. One person's going to look at the bosses like looking for clues about where the boss is, and then somebody else is going off perhaps doing downtime stuff, they're just or not there. they're just not there, yeah because they're they're, you know, exploring something unrelated or related, but that's different. So as soon as one person starts to enter into like this active risk seeking activities or, or or whatnot, that that's when the party becomes split to me. Yeah. And I, I, agree. I wonder sorry, sorry, Vince, were you, were you gonna say something?
1: No, I just said that I, I agree with you. Yeah, it's oh. definitely like I think danger does have a a place in that equation. Cause you could be in two like friendly towns and it wouldn't matter. And I think down you put the your finger on it like the downtime like, if, if we have like a month of downtime, I'm, I could be like, I'm going to this village and whatever. But it's downtime. So characters are apart, but no, it's not really splitting the party.
0: Yeah. And, and I think part of it too, like, I was going to, like, we're, we're talking about villages and exploring and stuff, but if you're in a dungeon, the scope, like, mm-hmm. what's the word I'm looking for? The, 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 the metric for how far away characters are to be considered split changes, mm. right? For me, it changes. If you're in a dungeon and there's a branching path and half the people go left and half the people go right, the party has been split. Even if you're both in the same dungeon, because you're in such a micro like environment, yeah. that it's considered split in, in that sense. Yeah, um, I agree. And I wonder if that's perhaps why players sometimes find themselves split without wanting to be split. Right? Because the the line between, is this downtime, or is this, like, active quest investigation, it's not super clear, so they can risk fumbling onto something, and, and then continue to dig when they probably should have stopped, and turned around, and said, I'm gonna go get everybody before I keep doing this.
1: That's interesting, yeah, because, like, if, if you're, like, in like you think you're in downtime. I mean, or, or maybe you are, right? But it so happens that like that bakery. <laughs> I keep talking about a bakery. <laughs> that bakery you're in. Like there's a shady guy that comes in, and you know, like your your game master chose you like a, a hook or something. Like, there's a weird dude that like that that you recognize or something that goes in the back of the shop, and then you're like, I'm gonna investigate, right? But you don't know what's behind there. Like there could be like a Anything right it could be like a, an entire dungeon or like a, like an encounter or whatever you could be in serious trouble, right mm-hmm. whereas do you like stop stop the action there to like you know or let's say it's in the, it's in the market right? do you like let that person go and then go get your friends like yeah,
0: yeah, yeah you're right, and I find that that gets even more exaggerated or not exaggerated, but um it becomes more dire or becomes more exacerbated when uh, skill checks or like skills or character traits feed into that, right? Like you see a sneaky guy, he looks suspicious. Do you turn around and tell everybody? You might if you're not good at sneaking around. But if you're the rogue, yeah. you might be like, i ha- I have a chance to actually follow this guy to his base. I'm going to do it because nobody mm-hmm. else in the party can do it. I've been given this opportunity. Let's, let's have at it. We're like, I don't know, the paladin or the wizard, and you're like, I don't stand a chance being unseen, so I'll go back and get the people who can help Dikes. support me. So I, I think that, that, that's, that that's probably a big part of the equation, too, because I'm, I'm trying to look back at every time that my, my party, like when I'm the game master, my party has accidentally found themselves split up. And usually it's in a circumstance like this where a character has a skill that they're unique at and they're like I'm going to sneak around or I'm going to I'm going to go and be super charismatic in this like diplomatic situation. But it doesn't make sense for the person who's like the barbarian and who's going to say something and get us in trouble, it doesn't make sense for him to follow us into this super diplomatic situation. So we're going to split up and I'm going to go talk to the king who's secretly, you know, the villain of the whole thing or or whatever. Like I'm coming up with this example off the top of my head, but. And anyway, that, that to me, that's, that's what has happened the most in my experience where the players that are, have like a niche skill in a niche Mm -hmm. situation, they're just going to go off on their own, maybe by themselves, maybe with one of their, Party member who's like relatively good at sneaking or relatively good at diplomacy, and then head off. Um, or just
1: whoever happens to be with that player at the time, right? Because like, because no no one like no player at, on the player's side, like no player is just gonna be like, yep, I'm going in that dungeon by myself. Like, because you know you're always aware that like you're playing a game. You know, there, there's you know there's stakes, there's danger, there's risk. You're, you're always aware of that. I think so, mm-hmm. but um. I think that that's it's interesting what you're saying because, to me, like it screams like well, it's almost as if like it's it's under the the game master's control, right? Because if if you know that the players are split, then you kind you, you have a decision to do I put in like, uh, my like my NPC in the in the market, like it could be just be mm-hmm. like do I do I throw a, a hook pre prepared or maybe you're you're more like or of those types of game masters like write everything down and have, like, well, I know that, like, at this hour, like, on every day, this thug, like, uh, this, like, member of that cult or whatever goes to that, to like, to the stalls and, you know, collects, like, extortion money or whatever. And it so happens that, like, hey, one of the players there so, like, okay, I guess I'm gonna have him roll for, like, procession or something to see if he, and then, oh, he sees him. Oh, hey, isn't that a member of that cult, and then obviously is going to follow, right? Or probably. So, like, how much, like, I can't answer my own question. Like,
0: that's a, I it's guess, a really good point.
1: Yeah. What, like, what do you do in that scenario, right? Do you allow that to happen?
0: I guess it depends on the game master, depends on the players. Personally, mm-hmm. I, as a game master, try to make strides to prevent situations like that from happening. So, if. Okay. You know, if they're at the at the baker's and they're buying a nice fancy baguette, <laughs> I'm I'm very, it's very unlikely that I'm going to put a scenario that's going to draw somebody away from everybody else. That doesn't mean it's not going to happen, but nine times out of ten, I'm going to save that for for an for, you know, I'm going to save that for a situation where they need to make that decision with everybody else. So they're not already split, they're not already that, you know, the downtime's happening and one person is at the Baker's and then this, you know, this other girl is off three villages down. If they've already done that to themselves and they are presuming that it's like, it's kind of safe, we're going to have time to come back together, I'm not going to throw that situation at them because Mm. I don't think it's super fair. Is it realistic? That's probably the that's probably like the counterpoint to this, right? And yeah. I, yeah, no, absolutely. How about, how about yourself? What what would you yeah, what like, would are, are you more on the simulation side where you're like, nope, his schedule tells is is as such that he would be there? Um I, I I'd say yeah,
1: typically like that's how I kinda like to prefer games. Um and how I would feel would be like that I'm kind of cheating the player out of like an opportunity mm. and uh, again we're talking about a very specific scenario but yeah, like yeah, if, yeah. if I'm like those are the bad guys and like you know so happens that like by a complete coincidence they have like a shot at like, getting more information I think I'd offer it um, and maybe and, and that's that's the thing that I, I like to do which it kind of breaks the immersion but like. I think I'd probably like make sure that that player knows like you're alone, like mm-hmm. you know, like make sure that that they, they understand that like I'm I'm probably not gonna pull any punches, and and understand that like make sure that like whatever decision you take, like here's like whatever decision you take, like you, you understand the risk, and if they understand the risk, then to me that like that you
0: know. They're aware, and they're you know. Yeah, that's then, a good point. Yeah. They have, yeah, yeah, they have to know what they're getting themselves into for sure. And and I think it's a different. For me, it's a different situation if a player is in that right, like they're in the baker shop, they're buying their baguette or whatever, and then they say, "Do I see anybody here that's fishy?" Like, if they're the ones that are instigating, like. Oh by the way like I think in another part of the game something was seeded where like the big bad guy really likes these muffins. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was waiting to see how you what example you it's great. Well I mean maybe on a more serious note like they they know that there's like um money laundering and like the baker is is perhaps or like the baker's guild was mentioned or whatever yeah, so, so if they know that going in, it's a different ballpark. You know, they mm-hmm. went there alone, full well aware of, or, or they're asking about it. Like, they're taking the initiative to be like, oh, this is the same mm-hmm. you know, bake shop that we saw evidence of somewhere else. Is there anybody fishy here? Can I, like, go behind the counter and, like, look through the receipts? Okay, if they say that, fair game. They, they are taking active measures to do things alone. That's, yeah. that's different. And then if they say that, maybe I'll think about whether or not somebody shows up. You know, you know what I mean? I, I don't know if I'm making sense.
1: Yeah, like, it's like how, how much, like, to their, to, to their actions, how much risk do you want as a game to introduce, right? Mm-hmm. Like, do you, do you want them, because, like, that's, that's, like, you have control over that, right? You could have two thugs walk in, even though you didn't plan it. But because that person's looking at it, and it would, you know, whatever. I, I, just, I digress. But like, you have control. Like, if something happens or not. So that that's interesting, actually, because like, and then like, do you want the that player? Is that player going to be like, if something does happen, are they going to be like, oh, like, you totally sprung something up on me when I was alone? Then, like, but then they're yeah. like, well, yeah, you, you were like the one's kind of breaking, the one breaking into a shop or something like. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, absolutely. Or going back doors or whatever.
0: Um, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's super neat. That How much of it is the game master's responsibility versus the player's responsibility? Mm-hmm. And I think it's a sh- it's definitely shared, right? Players take act Like, if we take the other side of this coin, <laughs> players are the ones making most of the decisions about what their party does. Yep. They say, hey, half the party's going to go to this part of the town and half the party's going to go to the other far side of the town... And they're aware of the level of risk that that involves. There's not a whole lot the game master can do at that point. They can't be like, mm, no, the, the western wall has broken down and you can't go to the west side of the city. Sorry. <laughs> like That's just like, you can't, you can't do that. Um, yeah, yeah, so, yeah players, players have to take, take ownership of, of some of it too. Um, maybe, Vince, we can dissect a little bit more why that is your position? Like, why we have those preferences? Oh, why why I'm I'm pro? Yeah.
1: Um, I'd say, well, there's there's various reasons. I kind of, like, I see, like, that as, like, a tool in my bag, right? Kind of the same thing as, like, and I think it it kind of, it gets a bad, I think, for a reason. But I think, like, I think it can spice up your game. And I think those decisions that that we said, like that that the players have to, like as a DM, like if if I if I give a choice to my player, like do, like you're the rogue, do you investigate, or um, do you like go back and tell your friends and maybe lose that that guy in the crowd? That's a choice that I think is interesting mm-hmm. for like for the players. There's that. There's also um, there's something else we haven't talked about that like. Like you're not always like you're splitting the party. Maybe you're like there's two and two of you, right? Like where, in 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 uh, in the game that we're playing together. Where there's five players, right? Sometimes. So if if we split, like there's going to be two on one side, three on the other. And I think like one thing that I, I kind of I was thinking about is that it creates like a different dynamic, both like when you're facing a challenge, because usually like you, a, a party of like. Of characters is going to be pretty well-rounded yeah um so like oh there's a trap trap oh well we have a guy that that's good with with like with traps there's an npc oh well the you know the the charismatic guy is gonna is gonna you know propose to talk to the uh talk to the npc or like you know uh the, everybody's like or like there's there's a library and you're for stuff like everyone has an expertise and if you're like you know like the rogue and the Turns out that the rogue and like the, the 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 barbarian are stuck like
0: at a at a gala or something. <laughs> that could be interesting. Um, yeah, yeah, it can definitely be fun. I just, not to interrupt what you're saying, Vince, but I just feel like that can still be achieved with everybody within arm's reach, right? Yeah. Like m- maybe there's a really blabbermouth guest who's preoccupying the charismatic guy so he's like quote unquote trapped socially he's trapped talking to this person and the princess who everyone's trying to like swoon over happens to fumble over and talk to the barbarian and now they kick it off in a funny awkward situation but everyone's in the same ballroom like I I feel like you can still achieve that maybe maybe not to the same degree of separation as you're as you're alluding to, like you can definitely get some creative solutions when it's physically impossible to go and get yeah. your rogue to undo the trap. But that's true. That that's true. Um maybe like
1: that that's a really good point, I guess is what I'm gonna say. Um maybe like maybe it would force like players that don't really interact you know, if the barbarian barbarian never interacts with NPCs like I know I know you're talking about like having the NPC go to the barbarian, I don't know. I, I just exactly. feel that like yeah. that it's a tool in in your toolbox and and it works for that you know yeah
0: um, that's, that's true. you don't
1: have to use it again you you can kind of yeah, there's other ways to do that I agree um, I do have another point which is kind of similar to that, and I think you're, you it kind of works not against but it kind of works uh for for my other point is that but it, it it i think it creates opportunities for role play that like again if the the rogue and the barbarian are together in a place and you know by definition the party splits so they're you know the other pieces are away mm. they might like it creates a, a different uh ambience right they might like chat or role play together in ways that, excuse me, in ways that they they might not when all the party's there because like, like some some characters or some players are, are loud mouthed, um, some players are more quiet. So like if, if you put in like two quiet players together, who knows? Like if they're interested in role playing, of course. Like I don't know. I I, I think it creates that opportunity. So,
0: uh, um, that's actually a really good point. Um. And, and it creates a fun bond.
1: Yeah, to, yeah, to yeah those two like, characters. Right? Mm-hmm.
0: They they come back with the treasure, or they come back with a new piece of information. They did that together. They can lean on that experience to like further to further develop the relationship of those two characters together. And personally, I think that's the greatest strength of splitting the party is that it enables the characters and the players to have these like communal communal is the wrong word but like i guess shared shared experience between the rogue and the cleric they never saw eye to eye but now they both did this thing together and they can always like go back to that yeah when they're looking for like a seed of, of for role play in the future um so yeah you're definitely right that's that's a super fun part about um about roleplay, and and then they can come back and then they can say it to everybody else, right? like, yeah, yeah assuming obviously. players aren't bleeding that meta knowledge to their characters, you can then have really fun interactions where some of the information is revealed, some of it isn't, and like <laughs> as a player, I love seeing that, where it's like as a player, I witnessed what happened, and then when you come as your character comes to tell my character. I like seeing how the filter of your character like how they how they describe it. We have one character in our game Vince who's a, who's a rogue who's like <laughs> doesn't always tell it like it is. I love seeing how like how he filters that through his character. Sometimes he focuses on the strangest things and it's it yeah, really yeah. is telling of who that character is. So I, I find that really really fun.
1: Yeah, no, I, I agree. Yeah, and like you know, you might, you might not, you might, as as like your character might not want to share everything with with the other characters, right? Maybe you have a secret with the other character, like, oh, don't tell them that I, I don't know, that I, I got that that monster beat me up, or like, or whatever. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I feel like you could do a whole other episode on that, but maybe not that <laughs> at all.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's fun to t- to focus in on the roleplay, right? That's that's kind of one of the things that we like to do on the show, so it's, it's totally cool that we're taking this tangent, mm-hmm. I think. Um, from, from my perspective, and, and obviously, I say I'm against it, that doesn't mean that I'm never going to do it, and it never happens in my games, but at, like, at a surface level, from a Game Master's perspective, I don't like it so much, because I just assume that all of my players are like me, and that they when they're a player, they're not a big fan of it. Because when I'm a player the main reason I play these games regardless of system is because I like the player to player interaction. Like I find that a lot of fun. I find our characters chatting it up, figuring stuff out together, solving a problem like communally to be, to be really, really fun. And I see it as part of the game master's job to make sure that those challenges that we're face-to-face with are diverse enough and, and you know, the situations change enough that even if we're all four party members, that it's going to be spiced up. Like it's, it's up to the game master. So when I'm a game master, I put that responsibility on me to make it interesting and engaging with all four people there. So even mm. if there's a situation where brute force would normally resolve the situation this problem now it can't because of x reason and even if the bar-
1: barbarian's there
0: yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. so I, I kind of find ways to do that internally, like w- within the environment that people are in um, m- maybe it's like a a moral dilemma, right? like the barbarian would normally break this door down, but now they won't because it's sacred ground to them or it's it's an important temple. uh, And, and, and in this case, they're not gonna, they're not gonna take that action. So morally they won't do it. Or maybe it's like relationships, you know, there's an NPC that's with them that cares about this. So they're through, through caring with that NPC, they won't break through the wall or, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Like, 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 Hey, that's my
1: house. like, I know we're breaking into it, but don't break it. Don't, like, destroy the door, please.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so that's kind of my um, way to go yeah. around it. But, well, you're right. It's, it's a tool and toolbox, so I'm not going to deny that. Um,
1: I mean, we all, like, we all have, have preferences. So I, I totally get it that, like, this one thing, like, you're, mm, you don't like it, right? So I think we all have,
0: have that in yeah. whatever, and, and right? I I always find it so hard like split party always like what's the word split party results in more split party like i feel like it's like a virus that just mutates when the party is split especially in like a high in, in a low fantasy setting it's so hard for the party to reunite i find it i find oftentimes if there isn't a clear plan where the players are going to meet up somewhere after a very specific amount of time that in my experience we like it i we'd either always just hand got back together which was very like dissatisfying to me or we would play it through like proper quote unquote properly and somehow some way the like the split of the party always took way more time than we had originally expected it to and that's kind of what
1: do you mean like um time in like in in, like game
0: time or time in the game both 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 like um i'm i'm leaning on the example of of the game that we're playing right now our characters have been split is it just one game or is it two uh
1: i think it's two now
0: yeah, so it's two now. I really think it's gonna split. It's gonna be split. Like some of the parties together, my character Yeah, You're, on you're still
1: split up. So, yeah, who knows? Like, it, it, we might not get back together until the end of the next game. Yeah, so it's, considering the situation, yeah, yeah, that's that's okay. it sucks that that's you're you're the one like you're the the one like person <laughs> I think that really does doesn't like staying the party. Your your characters alone. <laughs>
0: I mean, I, I don't want to get, give you the wrong impression either, Vince. Like, I, I don't hate it. I just, if I had to pick a position on the, like, spectrum, mm-hmm. um, it's, it's on the spectrum of I'd rather not have it. But, but anyway. Um, yeah, yeah,
1: you hate it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, no, uh, never mind. Um, yeah, okay. So I don't know if you have other things to say, Vince, but we have some questions from, from our audience um, on Twitter. Let's hear it. Yeah, so let's let's dive into it, and I think we're gonna get a little bit advicey here because these questions are, you know, they're for the most part looking for our opinions as it oh, relates cool. to split party. So, uh, the first one is from Battle Buddy, uh, Battle Buddies. So that's at Battle Pod on Twitter, and they say, as a DM, how do you deal with the different players' scenes once your friends have inevitably split the party? And it's funny how they say it that way, because that's true. Players tend to, if, if they like, if they're not conscious of it, they're gonna often mm-hmm. kind of split things up. So I'll repeat the question, because I've already forgotten it, and I don't know if you've <laughs> already forgotten it. <laughs> but, basically, they're asking, how do you deal with having different scenes because people have, like, specifically okay. the role play scenes, I guess, um, with, with a with a split party like that, right. consequentially happen um, as a DM. Okay. Yeah. uh can I go ahead? Go for it. If you have okay, something, go. go for it.
1: I guess like one one key thing. I guess like if if a player is like by himself, I guess make sure there's an, there's NPCs around. That I think that's a good thing because like pl- you know two players together they talk to each other kind of or, or kind of like help each other be creative. And you kind of, I guess, you kind of have to step into the shoes of like a, a player through an NPC. I think that helps when the players by themselves, so they can they can chat. Oh, what do you think about this plan? Very quickly, uh, that. Otherwise, I'd say like it's kind of a, a. To me, like what I'm getting from that question is like one thing is like is how 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 long have you been with players. Um, oh, I think my computer crashed.
0: I can I can still hear you. You can still hear me.
1: Yeah. Uh, Oh. Well, while
0: Vince tries to get his computer back up and running, I'll I'll take a stab at at answering Battle Buddy's question. So yeah, as a as a game master, how do you deal with the different player scenes? I I think one thing that I like to do. Actually you know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna cut the episode and I'll wait for Vince to get back.
1: Hey, I'm back. All right. Hey. I'll just um, start again. Yeah. So I think that's like um another thing is um, it, it's kind of a simple rule, but like you could even say, like, I spend like 10 minutes or 15 minutes with each group. Right. Uh, and then, like, once that little, little time, timeline is time is off, like you kind of find the next spot where like something happens like to create like a mini uh, cliffhanger and then you move on to the other team that's like it's not very graceful but it'll work and and none of your players will feel too forgotten so
0: yeah I I think that's a really big for for me that's something that I I, even in my game that I've run I've considered like having a timer specifically for that I, I know it's never fun to have like an added logistics like you know IRL time in the game but it's it's only fair um i've seen an opinion before on twitter that i actually uh, i think i kind of agree with where if you have a person who wants to split off on their own and they do it frequently it's okay but they don't get to have any more spotlight than they would than if they were with the party so let's say it's a group of five people and one person splits off on their own their scenes are going to be one-fifth of the time yeah. it's not it's not split 50 50 they're one player so they get one fifth of the time whereas the other the other players get four fifths of the time and that's you know it's just fair because there's four people on the other half and they have they they have to share their spotlight when they're interacting together so just because someone's by themselves doesn't mean that they can yeah yeah get, get, get more and more time yeah, yeah. And so, so if you have if you have the sand timer, you say, "Okay, you get one flip of it; they get five, or you know, whatever the math adds up to be." And you you just go with it that way. Um, but I, I like what you were saying with having NPCs, with having um, having elements of the game that the game master can control to help add flavor, add spice to those interactions. Um. I also find it kind of fun to, to steal, not steal, but to take content that you know the person who isn't there would like and <laughs> put it there so that they, not that they feel bad about it, but that they're interested in it, right? Like, oh, my character's yeah. not there, but you're talking about something that is of interest to me. So by virtue of that, I'm going to be engaged with the content, even if I'm not actively able to participate in it
1: that's a great point because like at some tables like some some players are just gonna completely like check out when it's not like their turn uh when someone else is is having their scene right so like mm-hmm. that can be problematic like it sucks if the like it's your scene and the ford or your turn or whatever and the other players are just looking at their phones or whatever you just having a nice one-on-one with the dm
0: <laughs> exactly exactly um so i don't know if that answers battle buddies question or did you have anything to add to that Mm -mm. no no all right cool so let's let's go on it was a good question yeah thank you for that battle buddies and then the next question is and you know it's a little bit similar but we'll we'll see if we have another angle for (laughs) this this is from yozora and the hearts and i'm gonna try to pronounce their twitter twitter handle it's at Tenchi Jinhart uh, on Twitter, at Tenchi Jinhart, and they say, "How do you keep other players engaged when the party is split and their characters are not present during those scenes?" So it's a, you know it's a little similar in terms of the core of the question, but is there is there anything that you do? Maybe maybe one angle we could take this to Vance's really focusing on keeping people engaged when they're not actively involved is there anything that you do or or that you like to have done when you're a player maybe we can look at it from um, the player side that might be another angle to
1: yeah i guess like you you earlier you, you brought a good point of it, trying to bring stuff that would interest like other characters or other players um i think another other things like trying to it kind of goals with my the other advice that i gave like kind of kind of try to keep things short and sweet like not too short but like if if you're like like well, a split party is not the time to like go up shopping and like yeah. oh what 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 inventory, inventory do you have can i get like a five potion you know because that's just that's not fun to watch especially like it's fine if you're there because like you can say i do this but if you're not there if you're just waiting like you know keep it moving uh, so maybe keep it more action-y or, you know, have have stuff happen. Yeah. Maybe go less, like, on the descriptive side, more on the stuff-happening side.
0: <laughs> yeah, and, and that it boils down to something that I think I might have said before on the show. Don't have a scene if you don't have to have a scene, right? Mm-hmm. Like, just because the party's split doesn't mean you have to have a scene. If it's downtime and everyone's doing their downtime downtime activities and everybody like wants to get the show on the road you can plow through that downtime don't have a haggling scene with the with the shopkeeper just say mm. this is the, this is the best rate you managed to haggle or have them roll a diplomacy check and that's like okay you get what you need at 10% off because you got a, you know you haggled it off cool good next person yeah um, next group yeah um another thing that i find a lot of fun When I've been a player, and I've had a game master do this, a couple... Different game masters do this with varying levels of success, but they've given things like puzzles or um, riddles, or or things that require the player to think about it.
1: That's a really good point.
0: Because if the party is split, and they're going to have five minutes of downtime, or not downtime, but if they're going to have five minutes of, of, like, I'm not playing and I don't really have to actively listen to what's going on there. Throw them a riddle. Throw them a puzzle. Throw them like a social dilemma between like a morally grey situation where they have to make a decision. And then... Something to plan, maybe? Yeah, yeah. Then they can think about it. Or, or the, you know, the two or three people who are part of that split. They can worry about that. Yeah. While the other scenes are going on.
1: That's a really, really good point.
0: I mean, I guess the downside to that is then, will more work for, for you. Yeah, it's, it's definitely <laughs> more work for you as the game master. Um, and you also are guaranteeing yourself, for the most part, that they aren't going to be paying attention to the other stuff. Yeah, right.
1: Um, yeah, but I, I mean, you have to know your players, right? Like, you know, every every group's different. And as a game master, usually you kind of know what 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 your players are, gonna, are probably gonna do. And like, if you have like. You know, like, so maybe, like, or sometimes a riddle is good for certain people. Other, other time, it's other people, like, are, are, are more likely to listen or whatever, so.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Or, you know, e- even if it's not a riddle, but, like, um, you find yourself in front of, like, your god or, or like, a representative of your god. And, he, and the person tells you, I will allow you to ask me any one question and you will get an answer. That cut fate to black. Go to the next person. Now they got to think about like, man, I got one question. I better make it good. They're gonna come up with a few scenarios. How can I squeeze in a couple of answers into one question? You know, like uh, <laughs> it. It that that's the kind of thing that that can make it at least keep them engaged in the game. Um, if you I, I mean
1: to that's... engaged, yeah, they're oh, not go go gonna ahead. get. Sorry, if they're doing something, they're not gonna be bored. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, you know. Is there is there anything else? I feel like, because like if we want to look at it from the angle of you want them to be actively listening.
1: Yeah, if you do want them to be actively listening,
0: that's the that's the harder one to get right. I mean, that it's like anything; like it it has to be like flashy
1: and like I feel that's like so personal to the players. Like some players are gonna listen, some players are just never gonna listen when they but they're not in the spotlight. Mm-hmm. They might get, like, a little bit better. All right, I, what, every group is different. I, I like, you know, I, I like to, as a DM, I like when my players pay attention because I think that's that's fun. Um, but some players are just never going to do it. So it's almost like, for some people, it's almost impossible, I'd say.
0: Yeah, and I hate to say this, but sometimes a conversation is needed, right? If If it's a oh, problem man. for your game... Especially if, like, if the party is always getting split up, and people aren't paying attention to each other, you might have to say, you know, guys, maybe we shouldn't be so split up. Yeah, because stop, it's... stop,
1: stop splitting up, because it looks like, you know, or they might be
0: bored. They don't know why. Like, ah, uh, because yeah. you you always split up, and then you're on your phone. <laughs> yeah, uh, the only other thing that I can think of is to to like. Players tend to pay more attention when it's a risky situation. Mm. I wouldn't want to be a player by themselves in a risky situation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's fun for but... the others. <laughs> <laughs> but it's fun for oh, It's interesting it. for the others, too. Yeah, exactly, right? Like, if your character's in a life-or-death situation, or they're in a situation where they might get kidnapped or taken, that's engaging. Like... If your yeah. players aren't engaged watching another player character fight to the potentially to the death, then nothing's gonna. <laughs> then there's nothing you can do to yeah, get then, that person engaged in
1: the game. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're trying to, to run the the wrong kind of game for your group at that point. I think.
0: Yeah. So so make it risky. Make it. Make it high stakes, because then hopefully the other players can appreciate it. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's all I can think of for now. Mm. Yeah, me too. Cool. Um, So, you know, we're about at the hour mark, Vince, but we still have uh, things that we could talk about when it comes to splitting the party. I don't know if you want to, like, rifle off some of the things that you do or you like to do or tips, you, you you know, something like that. Is there anything that you have to say to the people listening that you think would be valuable for them as it relates to splitting the party and and I mean I'll think of something to say to <laughs> sure <laughs> uh I guess what I'd say is just make sure like as as a dungeon
1: master like be be aware that it might happen and again like you have to kind of know your group like do they tend to always split up and have a plan like um if you don't want it to happen try to plan first like how am I going to try and keep my my players together and it could even be like an an out of game conversation like you know, you, like, oh, like, you guys shouldn't up or whatever, right? It's um, a good it's, point. Yeah, it's really, like, it's it comes down to the, like, preparation, right? Or, or trying to think about it in advance, I guess. It's hard to maybe to manage when it's happening in the game, but if it does happen, then um, make sure that, like, that you have the same... That you that you and your players are in the same wa- same wavelength as to what could happen, you know, are you going to, uh, you know, you might not want, as a, if you're more on the the side of, like, simulation, you might not want to pull your punches, even though if, if that player's alone, like, in the middle of the enemy HQ, right? Or, like, people have to know, like, uh, kind of, you know, what could happen, what are the risks, and, you know, discuss it in advance.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's a good point, and and I actually I'm gonna bounce off of that for a second. Yeah. Uh, it, I know I said we were almost done, but it made me think of something. So you were saying, um, you were saying that have the conversation with people uh, and run a game related to that, and and I think that's that's important, right? There's there's ways to set up your game to be facilitative, of fast of of, of um not fast travel, but facilitative of Split party, and that's being in an environment where there's a lot of like travel is easy. Um, your players you allow your players to have very different backgrounds and backstories and motivations. Uh, if or or there's a lot of factions in your world, and you just like you're just constantly dumping out hooks and new adventures if if that's the kind of game you want to run and that's the kind of game you want your players to your players want you to run for them then you might be more conducive like you, you might be quote unquote encouraging them to split up
1: yeah or, or um, like if, if there's time limits on, on things
0: that's a fantastic point yeah if if time is of the essence and there's yeah. too much to do the players are they're going to say well there's nothing the only way for us to achieve this goal is to split up Whereas the converse, you know, I've in in my game, it's not by accident that you're all part of the same crew of pirates. It's not by accident that I gave you guys a ship, and you're in an archipelago of islands, and like, quote-unquote, the only way to get from one island to the the other is to take your ship. Because I didn't want you guys to be split apart. Um, By no means would I stop you if you decide to get in a different person's boat. But, like, it would just be canonically strange for you to do that. So, yeah. if you make travel between different locations difficult, or you restrict, like, if you have portals all around your world that people can just jump into at no cost, they're going to end up split. But if you say, you each have a piece of this fragment and you have to be together to get through the portal, then, then they're, they're not going to be tr- teleporting all over yeah. the
1: place. Um, no, that's I never I never realized that that's why you did that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, I also wanted to run yeah, yeah. A pirate game.
1: Oh, uh, guess that's I going to run a pirate game. <laughs>
0: <laughs> My hands are tied. Yeah, exactly. Um, that's funny. But um, but yeah, <clears> and, and then, so for me to to kind of wrap up quickly, like you're saying, Vince, some of the things that I would keep in mind is y- y- just be honest with your players about what the split party means. Um, you you said it once at the beginning of the show, and I think it's very important to make sure that when when someone is split, that they're doing it fully aware of what the consequences are, fully aware of the situation that they find themselves in, and I personally like to follow the player's lead. If they're splitting themselves off, and they know the risks, and then they further do risky actions, they further dig into a situation, then they're kind of giving me, you know, they're they're giving me their blessing the because they're premier, looking the for something. Or, yeah. yeah, yeah. Whereas if you know the, a player is doing a role to figure out like how safe an environment is, and I tell them, yeah, you're in, you're in like a small fishing village, and you sh- you know you feel like you're pretty far away from the zombie invasion or whatever. And then I go and throw in like some political drama at them, and it's like they ca- it catches them off guard. That that's not fair. So I <laughs> political drama in, in the small fishing village. You never know. Who they, knows? They're they're running for mayor, and the fish is gonna win. <laughs> <laughs> this is some some Lovecraft stuff. Yeah. I like yeah. It. A- anyway, um Anyway. Cool. That's that's all I've got to say about the split party. I don't know, Vince, if there's anything else you wanted to say before we wrap up. No, no, I think I, I think we, we covered uh, we covered it pretty well. Awesome. Well, thank you, Vince, for being on the show. I really appreciate you uh, being a guest. It was kind of last minute too, so I, I, I appreciate <laughs> you doing that. Um, is there I, is there anything yeah. that you wanted to shout out or or plug in? For the people listening,
1: uh, not not really for me. Thanks for asking. Um, thanks for having me. Uh, it's, it's always really nice talking about uh, any discussions we we have on on this show are always amazing. So I'm pretty happy to be here.
0: Awesome, cool. Well, I, I appreciate that, Vince. And for those of you listening, if you have any questions or comments for us. About splitting the party, or you want to remind me to give you that link to that thing? I already <laughs> forgot what I promised I would do. But anyway, uh, you can you can reach out to me on Twitter. That's at role underscore play underscore chat. Uh, we also have a Gmail. You can set, write us an email at contact at gmail dot com. It's all one word. Um, I'd also appreciate it if you guys rated the podcast five stars, thumbs up, whatever it is on whatever podcasting platform you're using it really helps with the visibility of the show and if you have any friends that you think would be interested in listening to our deep dives uh, i'd also really appreciate you sharing the show with them Um, and with that any parting words vince thanks (laughs) all right let's call it a chat